Hulk Hogan unleashed a pile driver of pandemic era wisdom over Instagram. I'll tell you what it is. Also, Dolly Parton released a special Easter performance, and we've got a clip. Also, our first look at Timothy Chalamet in the upcoming adaptation of Dune. That's all ahead. This is Relevant Daily. It's relevant. It's relevant daily. Relevant daily. Relevant daily. It's relevant daily. Hey everyone, I'm Tyler Huckabee. Welcome to Relevant Daily, where we bring you what's happening at the intersection of faith and culture. All those stories are coming up, but first, Jesse Carey is going to tell you why you should be listening to our church leadership podcast called. Each week on Called, leaders, pastors, writers, innovators, and activists like John Eldridge, Julia Veach, Rob Hoskins, Eugene Cho, Rebecca Lyons, N.T. Wright, Darius Daniels, Kim Walker-Smith, Boz Dravidian, and a ton of others join us to discuss ways that pastors and leaders can make more of an impact in their congregations and their communities. Not only will you hear about important issues that church leaders deal with every week, like worship and outreach, but also ways that pastors themselves can be more equipped in their personal lives, like talking to John Mark Comer about mental health and soul care, or finding out ways that pastors can better protect their marriages. If you're a ministry or know someone who is, make sure to check out our church leadership podcast, Call. All right, here's today's stories. First up, the self-isolation guidelines imposed of the wake of the COVID-19 pandemic have cut a swath through just about every conceivable aspect of American culture. And there might be some measure of divine providence in that. At least that's the theory of pro wrestling legend Hulk Hogan, who took to Instagram to dish out a pile driver of thoughtful theological wisdom. He wrote on Instagram, quote, God has taken away everything we worship. God said, you want to worship athletes? I will shut down the stadiums. You want to worship musicians? I will shut down civic centers. You want to worship actors? I will shut down theaters. You want to worship money? I will shut down the economy and collapse the stock market. You don't want to go to church and worship me? I will make it where you can't go to a church. Hogan then quoted a famous passage from Second Chronicles 714, which says, quote, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sins and will heal their land. That's God talking to Israel, of course. Hogan finished up his post by writing that, quote, maybe we need to take this time of isolation from the distractions of the world and have a personal revival where we focus on the only thing in the world that really matters, Jesus. Pretty thoughtful stuff from Hulk Hogan. Uh, as some people on our social media pointed out, it does look a little like he's saying God may have caused the pandemic. There's obviously room for thoughtful theological disagreement there, but the implications here are, uh, are genuine uh, pretty winsome. In the 80s and 90s, Hogan, whose real name is Terry Jean Belia, was a celebrity force to be reckoned with and the most recognizable professional wrestler in the world. His personal life became the subject of immense scrutiny in 2012 when gossip blog Gawker released a salacious clip of a sex tape featuring Hogan. He successfully sued Gawker for $100 million for defamation, loss of privacy, and emotional pain. He later told Howard Stern the video came from a very low point. He spoke publicly about his faith since, saying he became a Christian when he was 14 years old. He told TMZ, quote, I've leaned on my religion. I accepted Christ as my savior. He died on the cross and paid for my sins. I could have went the wrong way. I could have self-destructed, but I took the high road. 
In other news, like most Americans, Dolly Parton spent Easter Sunday in self-quarantine. But as any self-respecting American knows, they'll take a lot more than social distancing guidelines to bring Parton spirits down. She put together her own little quiet Easter service and sent it out directly from her home in Tennessee's Blue Ridge Mountains. In addition to a few thoughts about the importance of staying safe, Parton performed He's Alive. It's by Don Francisco, which tells the Easter story from the perspective of Peter. She said in the video, quote, I know everyone loves to get all dressed up with their beautiful dresses and hats, their fancy shoes, go to church, be with all your friends. And that's all wonderful. And we all love doing that every year. Well, this year we're going to stay in our house, but that doesn't mean we can't worship in the same way that we should. We don't have to go to a building to worship God. The kingdom of heaven is within. She acknowledged that we had a rough week, but said, well, just think about the rough week that Jesus had and look how well that turned out. And then she played this song, which is a very lovely song. Here's a little clip of it. The gates and doors were barred and all the windows fastened down. I spent the night in sleeplessness, rose at every sound. Half in hopeless sorrow, half in fear the day. Would find the soldiers breaking through to drag us all away. Then just before the sunrise, I heard something at the wall. The gate began to rattle and a voice began to call. I hurried to the window, I looked down into the street, expecting swords and torches and the sound of soldiers' feet. Last week, Dolly did announce a million-dollar donation to Vanderbilt, which has reportedly made advancements in the race for a COVID-19 vaccine. Finally, this December will presumably see the release of Denis Villeneuve's hotly anticipated adaptation of Dune. That's the 1965 sci-fi novel from Frank Herbert. Filming has been wrapped in secrecy, but the director's pedigree with things like Arrival and Blade Runner 2049 has stoked a lot of hype. We did get our first small look at what uh, Villeneuve's been cooking up. It's an, it's an image of Timothy Chalamet as our hero, Paul Atreides. It was first released on Vanity Fair. The image is apparently from the world of Caladan, which is Atreides' home, before he and his royal family moved to the novel's central location, the harsh, unforgiving desert lands of Arrakis, where uh, if the conniving space-age politics don't get you, the giant sandworms will. While big worms are definitely the most viscerally memorable part of Dune, the book's exploration of power has really aged like fine wine and feels particularly applicable now, assuming this movie doesn't get delayed by the COVID-19 pandemic and producers do seem confident that it won't. We've probably got a pretty timely blockbuster on our hands here. As Chalamet told Vanity Fair, quote, the immediately appealing thing about Paul was the fact that in a story of such detail and scale and world building, the protagonist is on an anti-hero's journey of sorts. He thinks he's going to be sort of a young general studying his father and his leadership of a fighting force before he comes of age, hopefully a decade later or something like that. Chalamet has become one of his generation's most bankable young actors. He got lots of attention for his work in movies like Call Me By Your Name, Lady Bird, and Little Women. This will be the first time that he anchors a major tentpole release. Along with Chalamet, uh, Villeneuve has assembled a pretty impressive cast, including Oscar Isaac, Rebecca Ferguson, Javier Bardem, Zendaya, and Dave Bautista, and many others. We'll be seeing more images from this movie, apparently even this week, so uh, stay tuned.
To read more about those stories and everything else we're covering today, make sure to check out the homepage at relevantmagazine.com. Also, for the latest, make sure to follow Relevant on social media. We're on Twitter at Relevant, on Facebook and Instagram at Relevant Magazine. You can subscribe to our other podcast there as well. We're here every weekday bringing you the latest at the intersection of faith and culture. Thank you for listening, everyone. This is Relevant Daily. Relevant Daily.